towards the side man uh it's, it's up to you to, to really service the music and right serving the music yeah. yeah yeah serving the music and um one thing that i've learned about being a side man is that if you're not playing your own music with people that you hired with people that you have in mind playing your own tunes if you're not doing that you're working Here's the key. Know who you want to play with. Yeah. Learn their music. Yeah. Get in touch with them through their website or their manager. Send them a recording of you playing their music. That is the ultimate resume or that's the ultimate job interview application. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Boom. You're going to get the call. If you play somebody's music and you send it to that manager, you send it to them, you're going to get the call for the gig. I truly, I truly believe that. Wow, that's that's yeah. some some good advice. Now you mentioned the hyper connectivity that we have with the internet and social media, and how people could just anybody really could 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 um, see your work and 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 you taking pride in that and make sure that you're representing yourself well um, in right. everything that that you do. How does that play now into being a sideman? You know, just I guess the idea of visibility. Do you think that that plays a part now, or, or, or is it sort of um, the more traditional way of word of mouth getting the gigs? You know. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it. I feel like I'm not that great. I go through spurts, man. Like, oh, once the pandemic first started, I was putting videos out a lot, but then I kind of fell off for a little while. I was just, it takes, a, you know, I'm trying to get better with it. But I told myself, I was like, look, man, you're either going to adapt to the times or become right. extinct. <laughs> I was like, you're going to be like that adapt or become extinct i just kept saying it to myself over again i said man i'm yeah. not the best for this social media thing but i need to learn how to adapt to this try to figure this out because this is a visibility right this is the new visibility you know what i mean mm -hmm. if somebody's looking for a saxophone player like, oh i just checked out tim he just posted a video that i liked and mm -hmm. i'm gonna call him for this gig or something like that so yeah you shared an interesting story with me um about I believe it was the Michael Bublé gig. Yeah. How oh, you got yeah. that gig? Would you mind sharing that now? Yeah, I think um, they were looking for for alto player, mm -hmm. and I had just released my album, and um, now you know sending out my email blast through Mailchimp. Yeah. yeah. And then Mailchimp, you can they show your breakdown of who opened up, what links that you posted in your email yeah, blast. Yeah. So in the email blast, I noted that, noticed that my friend Jacob Rodriguez had opened it up, right? I'm like, okay, cool, Jacob, man. That's what's up, checking on, seeing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I get a call a couple, a, a week later. Yeah. I haven't talked to Jacob in, I don't know how long, you know what I mean, in years. And he was like, look, man, I got to looking for out to play somebody coming to play like two weeks or something. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if him just seeing some visibility from that email blast, just kind of joggled his mind. Right. And he's right. like, oh, let me call Tim. I just saw him yeah. on my on my on my on my computer on my phone. Let me just call him because he just came to mind. Mm -hmm. So maintaining some visibility. Like I said, I'm not the best with that now, but I do understand that that is the formula. If you want right. to get work, right, 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 you gotta right. be visible and a new visibility factor is um is through social media and uh, I guess now. 
I guess that story is just like an uh, an example of, or an old example of um, like Instagram's algor- new algorithm where you have right. to be visible within this period of time to to get right. your post to be promoted. Yeah, it's I mean it's the same thing really, just just new platforms to right. to, to 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 do it. That's, that's, yeah, like if I'm, if we come into Toronto, somebody, whatever. I mean, if I come out there like, like we need an outdoor player, I'm going to call you. Period. Right. You know what I mean? Just from networking, just from, you know, just us meeting each other. Right. Right, right. This is how all works with networking and everything. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I would love for us to talk about one more thing, um, which is the idea of learning how to interpret people's melodies and playing melodies beautifully. Like, how did you work on that? uh, yeah, how did you work on that? And, and can you give our audience uh, some some context for how they can also go about um, working on that or some things that they might want to stay away from as well? Right, okay. Of, yeah. um, so you, you have to know what folks, um, what folks' music, you know, what they want in that music. I'll give you an example. Like if yeah, I'm... Yeah. Let's see, if I'm doing a gig, if, if uh, let's say uh, I'm playing lead alto mm-hmm. and whoever's been or whatever the case may be, and they're like, look, man, we're playing a chart from 1940 or whatever like that. And, you know, we're playing Isfahan or whatever the case yeah, may yeah. be, mm-hmm. or whatever the case. I'm immediately going to be. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm immediately going to go into my Johnny Hodges. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if I'm on a gig with um with Eric Reed and he's like, okay, um, you know, let's play, let's play Ishrahan, all right. I would play the melody just a little more straighter. Yeah. Um, this in this in that context. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He said, All right, man, you here you go. Uh time to do a gig with uh um whoever, you know, Herbie, man. We wanna we're gonna play uh we're gonna play um Eye of the Hurricane. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, just different things, just the different things like that. You know what I mean? Just yeah. understanding the different stylistic changes. Um, <laughs> who are you playing for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing, if you're playing a blues and you have Margroove comping behind you. Yeah. Or let's say, let's say playing a blues and I'm playing with um, Orrin Evans or something like that. And I yeah. know he's, I know he's going to be comping a little more freely. So I might be, you know. (laughs) 
so yes, yeah, so if I if I was playing a gig with, um, yeah, if I was playing a gig with Christian, it would just be straight up and down. <laughs> Something like that. Just straight Are you referring the to the to, to this to the swing feel? Yeah, the string swing feel, just like the harmonic feel. I don't know if you can hear the difference, but I would be okay. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. More, yep. um, I would be more adapt to just like the kind of playing straight down the pike and taking some risks here and there, but it would be straight down. It would be straight down the middle for the most part. You know what I mean? Gotcha. As a, as opposed to playing with somebody maybe like Oren or something like that or, yeah. or whatever the case may be, it will be a little more open or something like that, whatever the case may be. You know mm. what I mean? So just knowing, you know, what the situation is um, based on who you're playing with is super duper. Um, so super. so it, the idea of interpreting melodies and playing melodies well is it, it begins with the interpretation from a stylistic point of view and the different yeah. inflections yeah. that you can yeah. or, or use on what's appropriate for the music, but it also extends to the sort of melodic approach you take when improvising as well. Yeah, so, for instance, like um, this week, uh, I mentioned before, I'm playing with Cyrus Chestnut, yeah. doing these virtual gigs at the Keystone Corner, and he has all these blueses. And he's like, yeah, man, this, this blues, you know, once you get it, you know, put that put that thing on it because he has <laughs> uh, he has one what this blues called Indigo Blue, mm -hmm. and the melody goes like, mm -hmm. right? That's the melody. Yeah, he was like, no, man. He's like, you know. You, you got to put that, you know, that you got to put that thing on it, that soul thing on it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. As, soon as, he, as soon as he just says, as soon as you just start doing like this and bouncing up and down, and just so you got to, you know, put something on it. I'm like, okay, now I know what he wants. He yeah, wants yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that thing on it. So I'm, I'm thinking about like, Stanley Tarantino, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about Stanley Tarantino. I'm like thinking about like soul tenor cats like that. Mm. So I'm like, okay, now I know who he wants. He wants his he wants his melodies to be drenching, drenching with the blues. He don't want he don't want no straightness going on. He wanted to be blues yeah. drenched. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so um, so you know, great band leaders they'll they'll let you know what they want. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And if they don't, they, they, they're going to mention it to you one time. <laughs> you know, and if they and if they have to keep mentioning it to you, man, nine times in, they probably won't call you again. <laughs> right, 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 man. That's 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 so good. I feel yeah. like if there's so much in there to that that I could take away from it, the professional saxophone player, the aspiring professional saxophone player, yeah, take away a lot from. From that, and I want to mm -hmm. bring up that term again, like side manology, just kind of yeah, understanding, yeah, yep. what it takes to be a great uh, sideman. Mm -hmm. It's it's really been a pleasure, um, just hearing uh, a little bit about your journey um, and your professional and creative um, journey as, as well. I want to wrap up this uh, this conversation by doing uh, playing a rapid. Uh, rapid question uh, game. It's called mm -hmm. three, two, one. 
So can you share about three albums that have been influential for you? Two musicians or saxophone players that have been influential for you? And then leave us with one piece of advice. So let's start with the, with, with the three three albums. Three albums. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Coltrane's Blue Train. Okay. Um, I had to say that me and my, my brother, we just listened to that. Just on repeat. <laughs> um, Love Supreme. Mm. And I got to say Charlie Parker with Strings. Wow. That's a good one. Um, yeah, those are three. Yeah. Um, and you said three saxophone players? Uh, two saxophone players. Two saxophone players. Yeah. I had to say, I, I don't have any obscure cast that's like up in the mountains in Himalayas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as everybody else, you know, Charlie Parker and, and John Coltrane. Man, that's the right idea. I don't see. Yeah. <laughs> obscure and at all. one piece of advice. Um, maybe that you got see. or that you want to share from from your experiences. I would say this: this is something that I I've been hearing. I hear a lot. If you take care of the music, and the mu- the music will take care of you. You take care of the music, and you practice, and you share. Everything is going to come to you. I know mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but you take care of the music; it's going to take care of you. That's for sure. Wow. Man, Tim, it's it's yeah. been a real, real pleasure chatting with you. And I could go on. I know you could probably keep sharing from the yeah. so many different experiences yeah. as a as a sideman, as a as a writer, as a composer, um, mm-hmm. as uh, um an in demand um saxophone player um in the US and all around the world really. Um mm-hmm. man, keep doing what you're doing. Um you've been a huge inspiration to me and <laughs> Everybody that's in my circles that 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 I talk about, like you've been a, a hero to all of us um, with with your music, and um, it's been a pleasure chatting with with you. Um, if you want to connect with Tim directly, his website is timgreenmusic.com. Um, uh, he has a YouTube page also, and he's on Instagram. What's your Instagram, Tim? Tim Green Music. Tim Green yeah, music, right? Is Tim Green music. Yeah. Tim Green music across all platforms. Um, mm-hmm. So keep up with Tim. Um, check out his um, records. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I hope this conversation you, was um, was both inspirational and it empowers you to keep taking ground in your uh, own creative and professional journey. All right, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you, Tim.